we had um we were we had some flyers that was advertising the show that was being played outside, which is where we were going to be in a thousand pounds was going to be. And then they had, they had like a cool burlesque show, like in the middle, because it was at a hotel. So it was like in the middle oh, okay. of like the lobby. They had like a burlesque show, which is cool. But we were there trying to get people's attention to go outside so that we can have a crowd, have a crowd, dude. And I'm dressed in like get mask, like my shit. And I'm just walking in the lobby like here, go outside here, go outside. Hey, you look like you want to go outside, go outside. I was just. People were just like more like the fuck is this dude with a mask? The fuck? So I was just like here, 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 fuck it. Go outside. You don't need charisma, dude. You just you don't need to explain. Just go here outside. I think this is a. Thing, <laughs> it's di- I I feel you. It's different yeah. when you gotta fucking pay for the shit. Mm. So I don't want to hand it to someone that's just gonna throw it away because it's a waste of my fucking money. And the problem is that that's gonna happen. Yeah, no, for sure it is. You know what I mean? But I want to minimize it. Yeah, man. I guess. I mean, look. It, ah, I see what you're saying, and it comes from a noble place. But it's just gonna happen. Yeah, you can come. You can come with a look. You can go. You can go I with like a, come. a hyper modest. You can, go, <laughs> you, you can go to Churchill's with a hyper modest amount, or whoever you're playing, with a modest amount. Just keep like a pocket full, <laughs> bro. Like a hundred cards, right? That's like my order. That's like okay, the whole okay, order. Okay. Twenty five. <laughs> Twenty five <laughs> cards. You, you go, go with a quarter of your stash. <laughs> yeah, right? there you go. Twenty five cards. Shouldn't have told them how much. Yeah. I had. <laughs> Dude, you go with. Let's just say it was your whole stash. You went with a hundred, right? Yeah. You're. You're. You're, let's say like you hand out and you feel good. Like you talk to people. Yeah, we got the podcast. You marketed yourself. You marketed right, your product. Right, right. Let's say that you stay till 3 a.m. closing. Fuck. There's going to be like 50% of your shit's going to be all over the floor. Oh, <laughs> you man. know? And you're going to be like, fuck, man. And you're going to start picking it picking up. Picking them the up. Crowd, yeah. Dusting them off, dude. It's going to happen, man. I mean. <sighs> that's that's That shit is fucking. It's like disheartening. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it's, I don't know, dude. I, I guess like. To you it is because you you made something with good intention, but I mean it. I, I don't know. I guess it sucks either way. <laughs> you know it sucks either way. So it's one of those things where like when you're doing something yourself, like some DIY shit or some entrepreneur type shit, yeah. it's like you just have to deal with it. Not everyone's gonna like your shit. Right, 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 or right. Or give right. a fuck. Well, yeah, dude. I mean. Is that how you feel about, like, making music? Do you care who likes your shit? Man, no, dude. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't give a shit, dude. Because I think, like, whenever whenever I've written, whenever it's come to me writing music, it's always just been for me. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, for sure. Like, it's always been my satisfaction with what I want to hear. To try and express how you feel? or how Maybe. I, where does it come from? Bro, I don't even know. It just... Do you write for like like exercise, like mental exercise? Like, let me see how technical I can make this. Or like, there are times where I get like in a mood. Like, if I'm listening to a band that's like super technical. Yeah, like, like I'll give you an example. Like, a, a technical death metal band that I love is a Necrophagist. Okay. They're just fucking r- retarded. Sounds like a religion. They're not. Well, they trans. I think it's Latin for eater of the dead or dead eater that sounds necrophagist sick. it's That's awesome fucking cool they're fucking great dude like their their music is super complex like very melodic death metal like hyper melodic just insane work guitar wise and drum wise and it's a band i recommend they haven't released an album in a while but can't spell it it's uh n-e like necro n-e-c-r-o and then phagist is p-h-a-g-i-s-t but they're fucking killer dude they're fucking a really cool band but Point is, um, if I get li- in that mood, if I listen to them, I try to see how far I can take shit. And I have like a loop pedal at home that allows me to loop uh, like a guitar riff. Whoa. So I can sit there and just kind of like do guitar one and then come yeah, on dick guitar around. Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dick around. And it tends to, that's, that's the best way to write, I think, in my opinion. When you're trying to figure shit out for yourself, if it's fun to jam, 
But dude, all you need is like a keyboard with a drum beat, and then just fucking noodle around and just eat shit, see what you can do. Oh man, see just like figure I, that out. I where 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 should I start? Like, if I wanted to tr- make that transition to electric guitar, which I, I want to do, mm-hmm. I, basically I just know chords. Right. So like, if I wanted to do and like trans like learn how to solo or like noodle or whatever, would I just uh-huh. know like scales? Like, where would I go? Dude, I think. You're, the, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> you're asking the wrong really? person. Because you're more when, rhythm-oriented or what? Yeah, I think I am. I, I consider myself more of a rhythm player. I can. I love weird chords, but I couldn't tell you what they are. Now, there's guys that, like, they'll play you a chord, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's a, a minor, major. That's Alex. You know, that's a, a, a fifth sus yeah. diminished. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know, bro. I just one finger here, one finger here, the next finger goes here, you know? And, and yeah. it's like, that's how you build stuff up. And, um... I think that when it came to playing, because I started off as a bass player. Like, I started playing oh. bass when I was really young, and then I moved to guitar. And the reason I even picked up a guitar was because there's a there's a song by a band I like. There's a band called AFI. Everybody should I know, know AFI. AFI. Yeah. It's one of their older, their more older songs from when the album, uh, The Art of Drowning. It's a song called Days of the Phoenix. Okay. I love that song. When I heard that, that there's a few songs that I have in like my memory bank that when I listen to them, no matter how many times I've listened to them, I listen to them and it's, it feels like the first time I heard it. Interesting. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it gives me the same feeling, you Does know, it take you back somewhere. Fuck like yeah, dude. When you first heard the song. Mm-hmm. Or something? Yeah. 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 So like that song in particular, when I take it, it takes me back to like, you know, like ninth or 10th grade, like oh, from man. the school bus walking home and just that song. That I, bu- song huh? I burnt a hole in that CD. <laughs> like just that, just that song. I like, it just, I had it on repeat on like a little burned ripped shit from like LimeWire oh, on a, mi- on yeah, a mixtape. Yeah. Man. I had uh like, I remember I had like brand new slick, I had slick shoes. I had AFI. I had the fact I had faction on there. I had misfits. I had all these like cool, pu- I went through like a punk phase where I was trying to discover, like, quote-unquote, true punk. So I was listening. I think it's... Uh, what is true punk? Bro, you're, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know. Is there ever really an answer for that? Some people will say... I think for any genre, like, what is true metal or what is true melodic, you know? I think that's subjective. Like, if you, exactly. if you listen to people that are, like, real, real punk rockers, even they disagree. You know, it's like asking... What is true punk? Yeah, I mean, like, you have, punk. like, your Dead Kennedys, your Ramones, you have Misfits, you have these... These bands that everybody agrees they're on. Established. Yeah, dude. Like they're everybody agrees on. Like you can't nobody says no to that. You know, just kinda like metalheads. No one really says no to Metallica. Nobody really says no. Like you want to listen to Metallica? No one goes, fuck that band. <laughs> nobody For says that. For some reason people think they're super corny though now. Like I remember in high school I got into an argument with this kid who was yeah. like super into asking Alexandria and all these fucking Man. like bands. But you know what I mean? Like this new age shit. And I was like, bro, but what about Metallica? He was like Oh man, I get it. Like they pioneered it or whatever, but like that's it, man. They're old, bro. It's like they need to stop making music. This is like that. I hate that. I hate when people say that. Oh, oh that band needs to stop making music. That no, dude. No, they don't. Yeah. You make music until you feel like stopping. Right. You know what I mean? No matter yeah. how much it sucks, you just keep doing it till you, till you don't want to no more. They do have some shit projects, in my opinion, like that Lulu thing where they did with Lou Reed. Yeah. See, I didn't even touch that. I don't, was, don't, don't. <laughs> I didn't even touch that. I don't, don't. know. You do know what it is, though? I do know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the collaboration, right? Bad. Yeah, dude, I don't know. No bueno. I I get it. He's a legend (laughs) and all that. And Velvet Underground or whatever. Whatever. I don't know. Nope. No, just that. Yeah, yeah, dude. Well, it's funny because, like, Metallica has 
like Saint Anger. Everyone says that Saint Anger was like the. Don't tell me you like Saint Anger. I I'll tell you who does. Renee. No, Renee. No. <laughs> Leave Renee labor out of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Joseph, Joe, my singer. Joe, he, likes he has. If you look at it, the next time he goes to the show, he has the same, he anger, has the same anger fist on his dude, neck. I'm not even it's, gonna lie. And he's to like, you. he's like, that, that that album's underrated. I'm like. Dude, Dude, I honestly <laughs> thought that that was the same anger fist, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Brother, you you thought right. I thought right. Okay, <laughs> thought I'm right. not crazy. No, that's what it is. He like, likes it that much, though. It's one thing to like it. It's one thing to get a tattoo of the album cover on your chest. I think with Joe, you just never know, and so it's just better if he, he likes it that much. I mean, that, it's fuck. sick. It's a sick tattoo. It's a cool tattoo. It's oh, a cool it's cover. Sick I like it. I like it. I like the cover. <laughs> what tattoos do you have? I've got the ones you can see. My little devil, my my hot stuff. I got a rose. I got, I got my three five six die. Are they are those numbers significant in any way? I think that's a winning hand in CeeLo when you play CeeLo. You said three five six. Uh yeah, three well, four five six. Sorry, I was four, like, five, I was like, someone. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah there's, a, there's an extra dot on that bitch. No, it's uh for sure. It's it's four five six. Okay. And then I got this graffiti thing over here that says nonsense. Does it? Does anything mean anything to you that you got tattooed? I only have one tattoo. To be honest, not really. Like these were done you for no fucking reason except that there was a cool artist in yeah. Ocho Placas. You just thought um, it looked cool. Then? Yeah, dude. My wife has a bunch of tattoos from this place called Ocho Placas. She's gotten tattooed by a guy named Marcos. She's gotten tattooed by a guy named Teapot, aka Daniel Ortega. Cool dude. Okay. And then another, what's her name? A girl named Puka. Okay. They're no cool. They're they're cool artists. I, well, look, I, I I name drop because I know I have a bunch of friend, a few friends that are tattooed, and they know them through association of other people. So, little shout out to those guys. Yeah, if they're listening, shout out to y'all. Yeah. So it was um my my wife has a bunch of tattoos like on her back and on her leg from from them. So she was like, "Oh, I want a tattoo," and I go, "You know what? I'm I'm overdue. This must have been 2014 or 16." No, man. Late 2015. It was Halloween for sure. That's why I got the little devil because it was part of the flash art. Oh, okay. So I want to say it was 2015. Was maybe. it like free? Free piece? It's like 100 bucks. It was a 100 buck flash art thing they were having. And I was like, yo, let's go. Let, like, let's go to your tattoo shop. Let's is go. Flash art, like they get to decide? Kind of? Flash art is like, a, like an artist. I could be fucking up on the term, but the way I've experienced it is that a flash art is like basically what you see on the wall. Like when you walk in, whatever is on there. Like on the wall and the little paper, that's flash art. So sometimes an artist, what happened in this case, the artist Daniel Teapot, um, he he um, he had like a, a few pieces of paper that had some drawings, some sketches that he sh he sketched up. So he sketched up his own flash art, and that's he was like, cool. and he was like, yeah, whatever is on this page is a hundred bucks. The devil was one of them, and I go, that's that's hot stuff. Like I'll I'll take that, hundred bucks, and I got him. Damn, so, interesting. Yeah, man. The the it's cool because like. Hot stuff is a little comic book devil that's done by the same animator as Casper. See, I never knew about hot stuff. He's a, he's a little devil, man. He just fucks shit up. Is he? Is it like a kid's thing, comic strip, though? Or you said I fucking didn't, uh, Casper. I, it's the same animator. Like Casper, Richie Rich, I think it's the same animator. He has like the same kind of body shape and head. Yeah, it's the thing, same. Right? It's the same like proportions. Big old head, little body. Kind of cute, but kind of not. Yeah. So none of those really bear significance. I mean, the nonsense graffiti thing, I, I love street art so and I, I went through like a like a phase where i was like watching alice in wonderland like on a regular a basis never 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 Damn. but i got the nonsense because of through the looking glass because like she's i think if i remember correctly 
um, Alice, before she passes out and ends up wherever the fuck she ends up at, she says that if she were to have her own world, it would just be a place of nonsense. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. non, like whimsical shit. And I remember I just dug that. I'm like, that's really cool. Nice. So I was like, if I can incorporate that into like a, a tattoo, then then I'll do it. So I did. That's it. It doesn't bear anything. And then I got like a few like little Christiany stuff I got when I was like uh, really really young, like 18. Are you religious? Not religious, man. But you know, you believe in something. Believe in something. There's a little faith right here. What do you believe scripture? in? Out of curiosity. I think that there is like a big. I think whether whether you want to call it like a deity, or you want to call it God. Or you want to call it like, uh, I don't know, her up in the sky. Like whatever you want to call it. I think there's something that holds everything together. That's just my opinion. I think there's something that holds everything together where you want to call it an energy or it's like an actual like cognizant being. Um, I just think that there's something more out there. I hate to feel like we're just a fucking, just a, a, a just just a one like that our whole known universe is one grain of sand in a beach of bullshit i'd hate to, you know i'd hate to believe that so for me it's just it's cool to know that i hope that one day i could just like die and then it just not be that, that that's not it like there's just something else because our bodies are energy we have a spirit we have a soul we have something that makes our essence we're not just there's a meat vehicle you know what i mean like our bodies are a meat vehicle for something more significant i think like a spirit like a soul whatever you want to identify with i call it a spirit for my reference i call it a spirit but i think that this is just a meat vehicle for that soul and that we're just supposed to live out some kind of experience down here and then death is the next transition into another another plane but have you ever felt a connection with a higher power or it felt like there was some kind of divine intervention in your life that made Bro, you I can tell you that I've had stronger? I can tell you that I've had moments nothing like that, you know, nothing that was like, you know, the veil was lifted. Right. But I've definitely have been through like a lot of shit where not saying that I've been through like the most shit of everybody else. This no. isn't a pissing match. We don't even have to get specific. But 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 we can if you want to. I don't give a shit. But I'm saying like I think that when it comes to like the shit that I've been through for sure, I think that there's been something that pulls me out of a rut. Whether it's a subconscious thing of I do it unintentionally, subconsciously, subconsciously almost, yeah. or or it's just like putting good energy out there and then receiving what I would like to happen. But it's definitely I've been pulled out of ruts, dude. That could have easily gone sideways for me. Fucking easily could have gone sideways. And then you know, because there's there's people that like get into shit for like one fucking bad call of judgment. And they get into shit and like their lives are like ruined for like the next 10 years for whatever fucking reason. Like I've just, I don't know. I've seen people, I've seen people end up in shit situations for less crazy decisions than I have made. Is that, mm. does that make sense yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So I think that like to Maybe that. someone's of, watching over you? I think so, man. Yeah, I think so. Does it's, it have anything to do with like family members or I mean like why are people singled out and why is like us as a species like the human race why are we so fucking special you know what i mean like Whoa. what made <laughs> yeah well like in in that sense it was like animals don't or, or at least i haven't there's no way of us knowing but it's like they don't worship anything or they don't they don't they don't really have the capacity to to think the way we you know do what's either, cr- you know what's crazy is that um i read a not i read it but i re- i listened to a lot of podcasts and there was uh, a study that was cited where these guys were, they were, um, what do you call it? 
they were like studying primates, like chimpanzees in particular, I think. And they were saying how like chimpanzees right now, where they have evolved to, they're like in their version of a stone age. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about You know that. where I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah I heard about So that. they were saying how like they were observing these chimps for like months, dude. And that they, they just realized that all these fucking monkeys or apes, I should say they're not monkeys, they don't have tails, but these apes would go to this one fucking tree and they just started chunking rocks at it. For no fucking reason. Like, these guys are just out there observing these monkeys. Monkeys are just like, and they're throwing rocks at a tree. And they would do this around the same time, like, every single fucking day or, like, every other day or whatever the case was. But they did it. Like, they would all go and be like, we're going to throw the fucking rocks at this tree now. And the people, at first, they couldn't, they didn't understand it. They're like, what's the point of that? Like, there's no fruit in the tree. There's nothing up there to knock it. They're trying to knock down. Then they realized, ritual. Ritual? A ritual. They just have a ritual. They just have a ritual. They're developing like a ritual for no fucking reason. A ritual, a way of, uh, you know, a a way of doing something, a process of of execution. Yeah, man. It's like people, a bunch of monkeys, whatever. Not people, not yet, you know, (laughs) give them them a few billion years or a million. But yeah, they were just throwing. It was it was like the, the baby steps of them developing a. A ritual. I also heard that they started using tools. Fuck yeah, dude. Been, dude, like, there's like a bunch of fucking YouTube videos of primates like using tools to like crack open nuts where like they'll put, yeah. a, nut, they'll put a nut on like a flat rock and they'll get another rock and they'll just go click and then break it open as opposed to them trying to bite down on the nut. They yeah. just go click and they break it open and they eat the nuts and they just do that. And I, I don't know how the fuck they figure that shit out. Dude, listen, it's like it, it's happened, really- it happened to us. You know, it's like, crazy it, seeing it happen, yeah. though. And, and it just proves Darwin's theory even it's, more. Dude, it's 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 nuts because it, it makes you start to go, wait a minute. Like, that's fucking crazy. Because, I mean, think about it, dude. The monkeys, I think it's, yeah, is it, is it, the, is it, I think it's the, it's definitely an ape. I think it's the orangutan. Orangutan, I was about to say orangutan. I think it's the orangutan where they'll get like a big old stick and they'll shove it. I think it's, I think it's in like an anthill. I don't oh. think it's a termite hill. They'll shove a stick in, a, in an anthill and then they'll pull it out and there's a bunch of ants on it and just go, Ugh, and they just lick them right off the stick and then they put it back in. They get a bunch of ants to pull it out and they, you know. That's how they eat. That's how that, he fucking chows down on, on, on ants fucking ants, dude. Yeah, that's he's crazy. he's using tools. Yeah. It's fu- the utensils. It, the stick is a utensil. Yeah, he's using it. Utensil. So it's, yeah, dude. The uh, fucking, you, it's a way to bring food to your face. And, it's, <laughs> and we do it every single time we eat. We just choose what it is that we, you know, what kind of food we use with our, we eat with our hands and Chicken what we wings, don't. Chicken wings, you know. Fuck yeah, dude. Like you ever seen a weirdo cut a pizza and eat it? With a, with like with a, a fork, fork and, and a knife? knife? If you I've, do that, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> I've, I've seen people do that where like the slice is too big. Bro, man the fuck up. And get some grease. It. Yeah, fold that bitch. Get some grease on your hands. You know, so what if your hands smell like vomit for two hours? <laughs> oh, you know that doughy smell, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Who cares, man? No, it's the worst when it's on your upper lip and you can just smell Especially it. Especially us guys with facial hair. With mustache. Oh, Bro, man. I'm like, oh, oh dude, like, it, it's, it sucks, but yeah, people that do that. You know what's another thing I can't stand to peeve, bro? Not to get off subject of monkeys. Dude, people that cut burgers in half. Mm, yeah, if you cut a burger in half, I can't be friends huh? with you, bro. No, it does not depend. No, it doesn't. Depends on what, Malik. Hold on, Ratatouille. Malik is gonna speak. No, well, pause, pause, pause. Let me let me give you some insight, quick, because I actually have a nickname for Malik. What I, is it? It's Ratatouille. 
because, <laughs> because because he eats edibles in like pieces, like in bites. So it would not surprise me if he's a burger cutter. So give me your burger cutter logic right here. Go ahead, step up to the mic. Shout out to Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, that's his name. Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney. Nah, man, it depends. But I eat some places he's like gourmet burgers, quotation marks. <sighs> they'll serve you the burger, you know, the double cheeseburger or whatever. But just if the burger's too big, they'll literally just cut it half. But do you cut it or do they cut it? No, they cut it. That's not your fault. <laughs> that's a, but that's, that's not your fault. Depends. But that's not your fault, though. You should be eating at better burger places. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no shit. Five guys don't cut that no shit in half, shit, son. Dude. I mean, look, Five like, guys I, sucks. I, I, you know, I, I've eaten there once. Too much grease, bro. Dude, I've eaten there once, and it was like a year ago, and I haven't gone back. Their fries are killer. Yeah. But no place is good enough for me to go back for their sides. You feel me? Yeah, bro. I should be talking about the burger. You sh- yeah, dude. I like, should be like, the burger was up. The fries were good, but the burger. The burger, That's yeah. That's how it should be. It's usually like people talk about the burger, and then they're like, oh, yeah, but those fries, though. Have you been to Shake Shack, though? What is that? Never. Oh, you never been to Shake no, Shack? No, 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 no. N- nigga. <laughs> <laughs> What's dude, a Shake Shack? Dude, Shake Shack. Well, for, I, went to, I went to Shake Shack in New York, but there's a Shake Shack. There's like three of them here. There's like one in Boca, I think. And oh, like, no shit. One down in South Beach, and I think that's like it. There might be like another one in like Fort Lauderdale or some shit. No shit. But it's like fucking like fucking. I don't know, dude. They, they have milkshakes and burgers, bro. But that's pretty American. Good as fuck, American as dude. fuck. Shake dude. Shack, bro. Shake Shack. But I mean, it, it was next level, and they have these cheese fries, bro. Like I, I literally, it was in New York City. You have to, you walk in. Every every place in New York has a basement. So I walk right. in and then you you order the food. The, the line it, 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 the line was retarded. It was like Chipotle, but like in Chipotle's heyday, where like you couldn't find a Chipotle without like a fifteen Forever. to twenty minute wait. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I order my food, get the food, and then you have to go downstairs to find a table. But I don't know that there was a line of right. people for tables. So I just see like a couple like standing at at the door, like looking, and I see a table that's like free as fuck. So I'm like. Excuse me, and I fucking <laughs> sit at the table, and they're like, "Um, the, the some white girl, she was like, um, there's a line," and I go, "Oh, well, I didn't fucking know you guys were just <laughs> looking at the table," and she's like, "Well, we didn't, we just wanted to make sure that there was enough space to walk through," and I was like, "Shut up, cunt," and I, fuck, oh my god, yo, and her boyfriend, dude, her boyfriend was like some hipstery looking white dude wearing a flannel shirt. Oh, hipster, shit. he ain't gonna do shit to you. He looked right at me and says. <laughs> no, dude, just shooed me out, dude. Was, oh, and so I, I ate that Shake Shack on the sidewalk, like a fucking New Yorker. Hell yeah, man. That's right. No, but in the, the streets, the, the the cheese fries were fucking amazing. They have mm. like the crinkle cut fries, yeah, which yeah, I'm yeah. usually not a fucking fan of. Right. But that cheese dip, so mm. that cheese. Yeah. What was the best cheese dip you ever had in your life, nigga? Bro, the best cheese dip I've ever had. It's best cheese dip. Have you tried the Chipotle one, the new queso? Bro, I'm not a fan of Chipotle. I what? Gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not what? a fan of Chipotle. What? Not, man. Why? I'm not. Uh, okay. How many times have you had it? Just once? Chipotle, I've had it like a handful of times. Like, why you times. go back if you don't like it, bitch? I got a wife, bro, and she likes it. So I, that's why. I, <laughs> that's why I go back. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, dude. I guess like uh, since I lived in Dallas, you know, and and Texas has fucking. The Hispanics that te- Tex-Mex, boy. No, fuck Tex-Mex. That's the point I'm talking about. Oh, fuck shit. Tex-Mex. I got nothing. Because, because a lot of, you know, the predominant Hispanic race 
in or national the predominant Hispanic nationality in Texas is Mexico. It's Mexicans. Mexico. So it, well, it's, it's, it's <laughs> their neighbors. It dog. used it's, to be Mexico. It, it used to be. We took it from them. That's right. The but, <laughs> that's right, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, dude, like the fucking Mexicans on there, man, they throw down like authentic Mexican food. Fuck. So ever since I started going to like real proper fucking taquerias and real proper like Mexican dining mom and pop places, bro. Fuck Tex-Mex. Yet you just fucking endorse Taco Bell. You you give your full-hearted endorsement to Taco Bell. When it's three... I can't trust that. When it's four in the morning... When it's four in the morning... Should I flex? No. <laughs> when, it's, when it's four in the morning and I've got no other options and the Taco Bell is literally like a stone's throw away from my house, Taco Bell... Is it? I'm going to have to. Hold on. But, but, but if there was a mom and pop taco place that was open at 4 a.m., dude, I'd be there running with eight tacos out of that bitch with 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 two tall Mandarin jarritos. See, that's too Mexican. I don't even know what the fuck that (laughs) is. See what I was doing? But you said you lived in. Hell yeah, dude. Those are fucking delicious, dude. Why does everyone know what a tamarindo is except for me? Jarrito, bro. Uh, Jarrito, like jar. Juice for jar. It's like a soda, dude. It's, it's juice. Just, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's a soda. Spick juice. <laughs> Spick juice. God. <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna being interviewed by Joseph. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. We're <laughs> we're allowed. The speaks. I can't do a good Joe. I can't. <laughs> it's go, too much rasp. Just go deep. Uh, urethras. No, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's, that, that's all. He, that's you all I got. Your urethra. Uh, fuck. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, no, no. no. This, this is why I can't fuck with Taco Bell. All right. Because. Five minutes after you finish whatever the fuck you ate from Taco Bell, you got to find a toilet to shit in. That never happens to me. That never no. happens to me. No. And let me tell you, I, I got... I got the next day, yes. Yeah, the next day, probably. But since I have Taco Bell usually almost always after I've been drinking, I just I just associate the evil shits to like the post-drunk shits. You know, you drink too much, you just got to... You give them to you. For me, it's I throw up. I don't shit after drinking. Yeah, if you're like hungover, yeah. you throw up. Yeah. But let's say you had a good night where you ate and you don't wake up like shit. You still have the post-drink shits. It's it's inevitable. Does, do, do you feel like the alcohol does something different to the shit? I don't know. See, because let's say that I get home from work, right? And there's like a, a beer in the fridge or I got whiskey at home, right? Oh, yeah. If I take... If I, if I you know... Sit down for a second, just kind of like watch, turn on the TV and just sit through that whiskey. I think that it's just the initial relaxation of you turning yourself off, your thoughts off. You're not at work. You're just transitioning into your weekend. mode and shit. Yeah, dude. That mixed with whiskey, you catch a light buzz, bro. Instant shit. It's almost as intense as coffee. For me, I was about to say, (laughs) coffee is what sends me to the shitter, dude. Coffee? Fuck yeah, dude. With a cigarette? When I used to smoke, man, a good sh- like you, you smoke a cigarette while you're shitting. No, I, I couldn't. No, for some reason, nicotine made me want to shit. Oh, dude, that's a good. It's like a it's like a like a bowel pusher. <laughs> Again, relaxation, dude. Ma- maybe you get that nicotine, is, you get muscles? that relaxation and you just. Uh, is it true that you like you shit yourself when you die because like all the muscles just they, Bro, they just all let know. go? I don't know, JC. I never died. So, <laughs> hey, Danny, uh, from experience, you, do you, you ever, shit yourself you when, you shit when you die? I mean, I've heard of that happening where people. But like, the reasoning that I hear makes where sense. Where bowels expel, like your bowels expel themselves because 
Because your muscles are not holding yeah, it. Everything anymore. turned off, bro. Your body turned off. Yeah. Yeah, you shit, you fart, you piss yourself. Why don't you shit when you, like, get choked out or something? These are all questions that we're all wondering. Have you ever been uh, in a fight? No. The fuck is up with when all I, the buffness then? Why are you so buff? buff? You're I'm not, not trying to fight nobody? I'm not buff, dude. Bruce Lee over here? <laughs> Shut up, dude. I'm not buff, but. <laughs> For sure, for sure, for sure. I mean, I've been in like a few scuffles, but it was all like middle school shit, middle school middle elementary school. shit, man. I I don't talking about us. I, I don't look, man. I don't know As what Daniel. It, I, I don't know what it is because like there are moments where, like, I might be just walking through my day, yeah, being like, today I'm the wrong one to fuck with. You know what I mean? Just because you're having attitude. a bad day, and in my head, I'm just like not trying to have it from nobody. It happens maybe once a week, but when I'm in that mindset, I never get run up on. <laughs> you know so what I, I mean? Think people sense so it maybe. maybe, but then there's days where like I'm very calm, complacent, and I'm just minding my own business. And then some dude comes off mouthing off for whatever fucking random reason. Maybe like you bumped into him by accident. And he's like, "Hey man, you know, watch where you're going," and you just go, "Okay," you know, like something sarcastic, brush and then him off, yeah. brush him off, which. That tends to be that tends to piss them off more than you actually like engaging them. Yeah, which is weird, right? Yeah, and I don't know, dude. Like if someone hit like bumped into you and they're like, hey man, watch where the fuck you going, bitch, or whatever, you're just like, uh oh, okay, big guy. And you just keep walking. Yeah. That's yeah, gonna yeah. set them off. Yeah. As opposed which is to weird. the fuck you talking about. And then all of a sudden, like you're puffing out your chest and you both look like faggots. Faggots, you, look, you guys look like a bunch of like Neanderthals. Like, yeah. what do you mean that? Yeah, some gorilla you shit. Fuck yeah, dude. I don't, I don't. Some old I just, instincts. I don't, I don't fuck with that, dude. I don't know. Like, I've just, I don't fuck with nobody. Like, in, in any of those places where you think that like somebody might, you might run into some problems. I never run into problems. Like at a bar or at a show. I just, yeah, me. I, I just don't. I never. I'm usually there to have a good time, so I don't let shit get to me. So if someone's being like a pecker about it. I'm just like, okay, you know, you idiot fuck. I don't all right, that's your mood tonight. I'm that's not I'm not gonna have you kill my buzz. Like yeah. in Texas, that happens like the there's I've been to a bunch of bars, dude, like out in Texas where like there's always a brawl and it's usually always a guy that's too big for his britches and he's just, you know, he's all super fucking sloppy drunk, had too many fireballs and red bulls, you know what I mean? And he's just picking up fight because He's either yelling at, which is the worst, dude, yelling at his girlfriend in the middle of the street. His, his girl's trying to calm him down. Jerry, calm down. And he's like, no, fuck you, bitch. Fuck this guy. I'm going to fuck this guy. And you're like, dude, you look, oh, you look so unintelligent right now. You look like your inner like caveman is showing, and it's for no fucking reason because your chick is five feet tall, you're 6'3", and you're yelling at a girl to shut the fuck up. You look like an idiot. You look like a piece of shit. The same goes for chicks. You've seen guys that are like, hey, babe, come on. The girl's like, nah, fuck you. Fuck you, dog. Fuck you and fuck this bitch. And you're looking at this bitch and fuck you. Like chicks that form a scene. Yeah. People that form a scene in public is like the worst. Like just shut the fuck shit. up. Take that shit home. Yeah. And don't, don't fuck it up for everybody else that's there. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up. Take that shit outside. Go in the car. Argue it. Someone catch an Uber. And then just shut the fuck up. That shit of doing it in public fucking annoys me. So I try not to be that person. I'm trying not, not to pick a fight. Like there was one time at Churchill's where like I initiated, I tried, not that I tried to initiate a, a scuffle, but there was a dude that was kind of like rubbing me the wrong way. This is after you joined Macronium. This was 
I don't know if this is going to get me in trouble with Churchill's. Nah. They don't, no, listen. Right, they don't listen to this. I'm not going to say when it was. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm not going to say when it was, but I, I, was, I was at Churchill's and this, this fucking dude was messing with someone that I know and like was like just kind of kind of fucking around with him fucking with his hair putting his hair in his mouth when oh. you know my buddy wasn't noticing yeah that's not cool and i uh, and i fucking like went up to him i was like brother like what the fuck was that about man like why are you doing that and he was just like man whatever bro fuck you and i'm like whoa and the dude was pilled out it looked like a young kid and i was like bro i go listen all i'm trying to tell you is that the way you were acting was out of line i just didn't appreciate it i didn't like it and my buddy didn't didn't appreciate it can you maybe just don't do that the next time you see us or maybe don't do it to other people. Like who fucking does that? Who puts other per another person's hair in their mouth? That's fucking weird. Especially yeah, when you don't bro. know them. Stay in your fucking lane. So buddy was doing that shit. And, uh, I kept confronting him like, dude, like, you know, he, cause the more I would tell him dude, just, just go away. The more he kept mouthing off. So I was like, mm. dude, just, just fuck off. Just leave me alone. Just go, just fuck off. And then when I was outside of Churchill's kind of hanging out with friends, smoking a cigarette, this fucking dude comes up and he's like, yeah, man, you got 20 bucks. And I'm like, motherfucker, what are you still? Like, I just got over him. And I'm like, what are you still doing here? Like, get the fuck away from me. Like, go. Oh, man, I'm just trying to, like, be cool. I go, but you're going to try to be cool by asking me for $20? You stupid fuck. What are the you doing? Fuck? Like, what is that? Who does that? I don't know. So finally, like, somebody else intervened. Like, hey, bud, maybe you should just go take a hike, bro. Just, just go walk it off. And the dude just fucking disappeared into, like, little Haiti. That was the closest recently that I ever got into, like, a scuffle. That's weird. But it was just, again, like... I felt a certain way about it. I I talked to the dude, and then I just got over it. I wasn't trying to f fuck a dude up that was pilled out. That's not fair. You look like a bitch if you do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, so that's that, that's the one thing about Churchill's man. There's a couple of fucking weirdos you got to deal with. Yeah, dude. While. I mean, you just got to blow it off. Like I love Churchill's, but I th I you know it's anywhere you go, there's gonna be fucking dickheads you got you got to deal with. But I just think that like you just just don't just don't fucking give in to them, dude. Just just leave it alone. Did you notice that, uh, like, any differences in the scene in Orlando when you guys played up there versus down here? That's a little rough to to say, dude, because it was only one show. It was only it was only one show. It was my first show up there, and I mean it was cool because we were playing with um. I don't want to get their name wrong. Fractured Fairy Tales, and uh, which is Mark. Oh my God! There's another band that's in there too. For sure, shout out to that band. Yeah, it was one night, and it was the night before brutality. So yeah, I remember you guys. Brutality, had brutality oh, stands man. out the most. But everybody that was out, dude, something machines. Fuck, I feel like an asshole now. Sorry, guys. But Rage Against the Machine. No, that wasn't the them. <laughs> <laughs> it was, dude. It was something, bro. I feel like such an asshole now because they were all really nice guys. Um, they always are. The forgettable ones always God, are. God, I feel such a douche. Ah! I was such a douche. I'm that guy. No, I, but, uh, I was not there. But they were they were they were really nice guys and everybody was out there that was out there was really nice. So I mean I I don't know, it was like one show. But what about the fan base? Like well how's the crowd? It was a moderate turnout. Okay. It was like a Which you can to be expected turnout, at any place. Yeah. It was a small turnout and what was the engagement there? What do you mean? Like were they engaged with your show? 
Yeah, they were cool. Or like, did they want merch after? I mean, no, they, they were very cool. Like they asked for, they always ask for merch, dude. And we just kind of like, sorry, like we don't got none. And they're like, fuck, well, what can we see you guys? You know, you guys don't have shirts anymore. We're completely out of shirts. And we're, fuck, so and I have some limited edition shit yeah, in the closet, so me, boy. Me and Joe, me and Joe have been talking about new shirt ideas. We've been spitballing it back and forth. So we have ideas. Any groundbreaking things you can say here on the throne? World no, premiere? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Not gra- just out here, nigga. The whole <laughs> world. <laughs> Not just here, dog. <laughs> no, we. Uh, no, we. We have like. Um, there's a. Uh, me and Joe have been talking. There's a, a bass cover, like a like a bass drum cover that that Kev uses for his double his double drums his double bass drums. Yeah. And it's one of the pictures that he has on there. I'm not gonna say which one it is, but we want to turn one of them into a T-shirt. And it's really cool because Kevin kind of made it up. He drew it or something? No, he kind of like superimposed a bunch of shit on top of itself. That's cool. And and like made a really cool shirt that's really fitting to us. And I was like, dude, that would be a cool shirt. And it'd be even cooler if we did it in different colors, you know? And and uh, Joe is like, that's not a bad idea. So then me and him talked about it. And we're going to try to, me and him, go 50-50 on it so we can just put some shirts out there. And, and you know people buy shit i mean because people wear your shirts it's not it's not just them going i love your band i'm gonna buy a shirt but when they wear it that's advertisement exactly. that's them advertising like what is that it's macronium you know what i mean it's like what's a macronium <laughs> you know yeah, no, 100%. you know what's a yanoia it's like 100 it's a band so but i mean we have we have ideas bro but i don't I was a big fan of the pink shirts that you guys. We dude, I love out. the pink shirts. They're really dope. I love the pink. The pink. You guys should pink, do that again. Pink and black is, do- yeah, that's that's an idea. That's an idea because like the pink and black is really cool, and green tends to be like our color anyway. Like yeah. green is like the overall color of the band from the original green T-shirts to you know Sandra's hair to yeah, <laughs> to true. our to. Just about anything that involves macronium, there's always a tint of green in it for some reason. I don't know why that is, but there just is. Like, green is a color. So now we joke, whenever we're talking about a color green that's like that bright, really nice green, we, yeah. uh, we call it mac- macronium, I call it macronium green. green. I'm like, that looks like really macronium green. You know what macronium green reminds me of? DX green. Hell yeah, dude! Can you dig it? You know, uh, that 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 shirt, the shirt, the the green shirt, gives me like that DX fucking vibes. Yeah, dude. Like with the graffiti style and shit. I don't know if that's where the logo came from, but the DX graffiti logo style. Well, you know that Joe, like we, it's been brought up a few times on the podcast. Big pro wrestling fan. Yeah, the the pro wrestling fan. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if he got the idea. Or not the idea, not that he jocked the idea, but that maybe he was inspired by that. Because I mean, that green against black stands the fuck out. It's like dope. it stands out. It's just like just like pink. And no one else has it. Just like black and pink. And that's another good point is that, no offense to the bands that that have it, but a lot of band merch is usually black, black and, and white, red, black and red, yeah. black and gray. It just out of after a while, it just starts to blend into that's itself. That's why we man. did that fucking Oni shirt with the yellow. With the yellow and, the and that stands out because that's different. It looks different. Yeah. It's it's it just looks different. So. I think that's like something cool when it comes to our shirts is that you it's fucking green. The lettering is huge, you know, so we want to do something along those lines where it's it's a very I would like I, I would love the idea of doing a shirt where the print takes up everything from the shoulders down to the bottom of the shirt. where it's just a big fucking thing, like a big, cool design, but very expensive. That's the thing. Yeah, now we wanted to I do might limit those to just band members and then see how many people want it. Right. And then just be like, OK, we got. It's hard to gauge how many people are really because a lot of people, yeah, I'll take one, and then they when don't. it comes to actually throwing down the money for it, or 
they'll take a shirt. Like I've had people, oh, you have shirts, and then I hand them the shirt, and I'm just like looking at them like. <laughs> you, you owe me money now. I'm like, oh no! I thought you just had shirts, man. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Like, it's funny. It's, it's funny. Like when we were on the podcast, I forget which one it was because, like, this is like my fourth time on this one. Yeah. Um, but I remember like shout you out were, to Danny. Coming <laughs> <out>. <laughs> shout out coming to out me, on the podcast four <laughs> times. Motherfucker, what are you playing over there? This dude done Overwatch like a fag. Overwatch. God damn it. Yeah, I know. Anyways, so our producer is like not producing. He's fucking playing Overwatch. But the um. I think that the whole, uh, like, making shirts that stand out is, like, important because it is, like, your, whoever wears it's a walking billboard for your band. So Very important. But that's so, a... But, oh, yeah, what I was saying on the podcast, I forgot who you were talking to. You said somebody mentioned, like... I think it was Andy. Hey, man, I, I, where's my Unoya shirt? Oh, and, and, yeah, and Matt, were, Matt. Was it Matt? And you were like, you got to buy it, son. Like, like <laughs> you got to buy it, son. And you were like, ah, oh, man, ah, oh, man. I love Matt's voice, dude. The best. That's what she said. <laughs> I love his voice. He's got such a cool voice. He's so funny. Dude, when we were hanging out at Lou's. I was surprised that he could sing so well. Dude, he, it's, he had it, some pipes on him. My chick was like, yo, man, why can't you sing? I was like, yeah. You oh, come from, on, that, from that night that yeah. we were all hanging out? Yeah. That was a fun, dude. That was fun. It was really fun. We... The idea of a bunch of guitarists getting together and all bringing their gear to jam out was a bad idea. But passing an acoustic guitar around or two That's is never a bad idea. Everlong, bro. You killed that shit. I should went in. Ever, Everlong. You played Everlong by the Foo Fighters. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Everybody no, was like, singing. Uh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Like Christopher Walken says, it, the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. Extravagant. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. <laughs> Dave Grohl. Oh, great impression, dude. But, that uh, they, hilarious. Uh, they... Dude, yeah, everyone. There's, there's like, everyone knew that shit. Everybody, dude. I, I think there's like a bunch of songs, man, that you can, like, you know what's a good rock? You know what's a, what makes, in my opinion, like a good rock song? Four chords, and a catchy chorus. Y- okay, yes. <laughs> but I think, I think like a really cool. What makes a really cool rock song is one that you can play on an electric guitar with a full band. Uh-huh. But then you grab an acoustic guitar and you jam out to it, it, and it just sounds just as dope, and it sounds. Just as cool, and everybody sings along. To me, that's a good rock song, like like Wonderwall. Fuck, listen. If you want to get white give people me, crunk, give me, give me give me a give me a capo on the first fret. We'll fucking we'll fucking jam out, dude. Cause that, dude. I, I love a capo, I'll man. Fuck out of, I'll play the fuck out of it. This is the thing is, I I learned I know like five or six songs on the acoustic, bro. But like no one knows what fucking these songs are. Why not? And because they're like, they're just indie stuff. Oh, okay, okay. So, okay. like, and it's, like, cheese ball fucking romantic stuff. So, it's, like, no one will even join in in the cheese. It'll just be me singing a cheesy song in, in mm. a party full of people. It's just, like, no. Yeah. Not, de- <laughs> not dealing with that. At least Everlong, everyone's like, yeah, man, this song's badass. Dude, and everyone e- knows. Everlong. It kicks in and shit. Everlong, Time of Your Life. Time of Your Oh, yeah, We yeah, played yeah, Time yeah. of Your Life, and Renee had, like, the hardest time playing it. And me and Lou were like, no, dude. Boom, boom, we're, we're like, E, <laughs> E to G. Then back to E and then the D. He's like, God. He's, Renee's like, damn it. I messed, I messed <laughs> up. Like, unimpressed like, Renee is yeah, unimpressed. Yeah, unimpressed Renee with himself. Yeah. Unimpressed Renee is unimpressed with himself. I'm like, dude, how hard is it to fuck up that song? <laughs> is that really he, an easy song to play? And then when he plays his own shit, he's shredding. Yeah, dude, it's an easy song to play. How, how I want to play metal stuff, dude. Like, what mm. do I have to? What What are some of the techniques that I like? What palm muting, fucking dude. sweet picking, arpeggios? That's too. No, no okay, that's okay. that's too far ahead of yourself, yeah. dude. <laughs> what when to bring it back? Spider full, chords to think to bring it back full circle. 
the reason I got him into playing guitar was because I really liked that AFI song, Days of Phoenix, right? Right. What we were talking about earlier. I really, really loved that song, and I loved it so much. Like, I got to fucking learn this song on bass. I learned that on bass. And it was a really, on bass, it's a little bit more difficult because there's a lot of, like, uh, there's a, it's, it's just, there's, there's a technique to it. Like, AFI doesn't use, like, the, if you listen to the older, older stuff like that, it's a lot of, there's a lot of action and moving around power chords. So there's a lot of shit that's going on power chord-wise. So the bass keeps up really well. But then I wanted to learn how to play it on, on guitar, and that's the first thing I learned how to play on guitar was was Days of Phoenix by AFI. And all I did was I went on Ultimate Guitar, and I just looked at the tabs. Tablature will save your Is life. Is that how you read stuff? You don't read that? that that's how, when I want to learn something on how something's played, if I, if I can't pick it up by ear, the first thing I do is go straight to tabs. You know, especially like now that Guitar World has like Tab Pro, where it's, it's like you, it, it just, it's like hit, you hit play, and in like this weird, like weird 8-bit kind of sounding shit, it's like the chord progression. It's a whole song, but like 8-bit. Yeah, yeah, and, then you, and then And then you can single out, you know, one guitar or two guitar, the guitar one, guitar two, the bass, you can, and then the drums, you can single out all the sheets for that. So you can pick what part you're learning. As opposed, you know, and then you can slow it down or speed it up, and it's it's it's, 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 cool. it's a cool thing. Like, I didn't have that when I was learning. You know what I did? I had to ask my mom, "Hey, mom, can I print? Can I print out a song I want to oh, learn?" Oh man! So my mom had to like, okay, how many pages is it? I'm like, I don't know. We gotta pull up the file. So like, she'd have to like upload the page and then print it. Yeah. And I used to have this big fucking briefcase, dude, that I used to keep under lock. Like with the little rolling yeah, lock yeah, combinations, yeah. Oh, man. and it was Baller. stuffed to the fucking brim with 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 tablature from all kinds of bands. See, this is the thing: you had tablatures printed out. I had cheat codes for like PS2 Bro, games. It, they're technically Secure. shortcuts. <laughs> you know, tabs. Tabs are shortcuts for sure. Can you read sheet music? Bro, no. <laughs> now, if I look at sheet music, I can I can tell you where the notes are. Really? You know, but I don't. I can't sight read. Now, there's people that'll you you know like you read a, a sentence on a, in a page. Sight or a reading is next level. Sight reading where you're just looking and you're just like like you're playing as you're like someone puts something in front of you and tells you to play it basically. It's fucking ridiculous. Like I can't wrap my mind around that. Sight reading, man. I I was I was a uh, I was a clarinet player in middle school. Ooh. And um, the clarinet. Yeah, the clarinet. Squidward. I was your your fucking run of the mill Squidward, <laughs> bro. And fucking, we d- we did like this competition thing, field trip, whole fucking day out of it. And one of the competitions was sight reading. Oh man, dude, it was pr- a lot of pressure, dude. Yeah. So it was like they put something in front of you, they give you like a minute to let you look at it, and then they're like, "All right, let's play it." And dude, oh, but when I tell you that I was decent, like I could actually sit there and sight read shit on the clarinet. That's it was crazy. Dude. It was cool. We got like an A, and like the the most you can get is like a superior, is like an S, I guess. But we got like an A or like so a B or whatever. Do you feel if you picked up a clarinet? And right now? And si- can you still sight read? No, like no, that? no. I haven't played the clarinet since a- the eighth grade. Fuck, dude. But I Man. used to be a beast. Like, it was three years in a row consistently that I was playing the clarinet. And like, I bet if you started, it'd come back to you. Maybe. Something might turn Hot cross that. buns. I could probably fuck up hot cross <laughs> buns. Everyone's played that shit. It's fucking... Dude. But, like, yeah. when... You, it, you, were you ever abandoned throughout school? Any band kind of thing? I was, I did, I did some band shit. I did some, some like music elective stuff, but that was it. Like I, I thought that I was in a band in like seventh grade. The moment when, <laughs> like, when they stop everything and they're like, oh, the trumpets didn't sound right, and they go down the row 
of all the trumpeteers until they find their one that was fucking <laughs> up. Every, everyone plays it right. They get down to that one dude. Oh, who, <laughs> it's you. Ah, it's you, yeah. Jimmy. All right, again, Jimmy. No, 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 no. That's wrong. That's wrong. Do it again. Do it. Oh, dude, just that shit is embarrassing. Uh, you know what? You know what was one of the most mind blowing thing was that uh, I went to Miami Lakes Tech for a little bit, which is also called uh, I think it's called Miami Lakes Educational Center now. Okay. Um, it's a high school, but it's also a vocational school. So like what would be your quote unquote elective is also like you graduate with a certificate or some shit in that elective saying you can't do this. Oh, okay. M- automo- you know, automotive mechanic, diesel mechanic, fucking truck driving, uh, sound engineer, air conditioner, stuff like that. Right? Whatever, bro. Like it's, a, it's, you leave with a vocation, which I think is like, there's like a field of well, something. Yeah, it's a field. Like it's a, it's a, it's a welding fabrication, which I think is so much fucking better than dropping a shit ton of money in a, in college and then hoping you find a job in your field. Yeah, fuck because that. there is there's only a certain amount of things you can go to college for nowadays that you can get a job for. You know, yeah. so that's my opinion. But regardless of the fact, um, it's the right opinion. What's that? It's the right opinion. I th- thank you, bro. I appreciate that. But I think that when it co- when I went to Miami Lake Tech. Um, what did you get the burping. vocational was, for? Yeah, I was burping. My bad. What I, the what blew me up? What blew me away was when I was doing sound engineer, and it was a teacher called Mr. Grau. He was a music teacher, and he was also the he was a sound engineering teacher and the music composition teacher because it was the same elective basically. And he, I remember when he was playing in the piano, dude, and he was like, "Okay, like this is middle C, right? Now C, if you do like your whole notes, it's C D E F G." Uh, a, B, C, or A, B, and then C again. That's an octave. So it's C, C, you go basically D, go C, e, F, G, C. then A, B, and then C again. Yeah. And then within that, you have your eight, your eight notes till you get to your octave. And I was like, wait, wait, that shit's in order? <laughs> like, wait a minute, notes are in order? Yeah. So I, and I remember, like, I raised my hand, like, freaking out, like, wait, so the notes are in order, like, alphabetically? And he's like, yeah, like, if you play the A string on a guitar... You'd be like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and then it starts all over again, A, B, C. And then you have that pattern throughout your fretboard, but then in between your whole notes, you have your flats and your sharps. Okay. You know? But when I found, I'm like, wait a minute, it's in order? What the fuck? Like, it blew my mind up. It blew my mind up because I thought I had an idea where my G is and my E and my A, but then, to, but then once, you knew, once you figure out where all those are, and then you figure out what can be a, what's a flat, where there's a flat or where there's a sharp, and then when there isn't. Right, dude. I was like, I was like, this blows my mind. Now I can jam out with a band. Like, hey man, play G, play C, play D, power chords, build basic shit, and then let's just groove. Let's see what happens. And then you figure, and that that was the was a definitely like a definite eye opening experience. Like, I was like in tenth or ninth grade. And I was like, wait, what? What the fuck? The notes are in order on a neck of a guitar. And then I remember like I went online and I found like a. It's a picture of a, of, a, of a fretboard of a guitar, and it had the notes on each fret of what they were. And I was like, oh, my God, it is in order. So, like, on your low E string, open its E, then you have F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And it just repeats itself? Yeah, dude. A, yeah, dude. It, it, it just repeats itself. It's I I'm, I'm looking at a guitar, and I'm like... I, I thought I thought it's so it was so much more complicated than that, and it's not. Yeah, that's a, I really appreciate the three years that I had a band, because uh, it kind of well it taught me how to read music, sheet music. I mean time yeah, signatures, man. whole Just notes, that, half notes, chord, all that bullshit. But um, ma- like mainly it was like 
to understand how much discipline it took to learn a fucking instrument. Like, I wanted to be a drummer at the time. I didn't have a right. drum set or anything. Right. And parents, everyone parents and their never mom. never want to get someone a drum set. My mom hooked it up, dog. Dude. Luckily. Gave me that groove percussion that I used for the... <laughs> I gigged with it for a while Hashtag with Unoyo, bro. Groove percussion. <laughs> groove percussion. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dead dude. ass, dude. Dude. It was 199 at your local Sam Ash. <laughs> I don't know how... It was a Christmas present. I don't know how oh, much it was shit. paid. Paper skins. It came with the fucking... <laughs> it came with the symbols and everything, bro. That's killer. Nah. That's no. killer. No, what? There was that's killer. Shit. Yeah, that's killer, dude. But, um, I mean, obviously, I changed the symbols before I went and kicked out with it, and I, I made little modifications here and there, but it was still a group but that's percussion. The way, dude, I think that's the way to roll. Like, I've, I've been asked before, like, when people find out that I have a guitar, or, like, I play guitar, they might ask, like, well, what's a good guitar? And I, my reply... What is a good guitar? Not a squire? My reply is always, is always the one you can play. That's it. That's a good guitar. Because you, you can give a good guitar player, right, a shitty guitar... And if they and as long as it's tuned and it's got technique, they're gonna play. Something it's gonna good. sound good for sure. They're gonna play. They're gonna they're gonna get it sound good. You give a person that's 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 been playing guitar for a year, give them a four thousand dollar fucking guitar, and they're they're probably not gonna be as good as the guy that's been playing. It. You see what you know what I'm saying? It's like you. It doesn't matter about the guitar. About, about the, the guitar. Uh, to a certain extent, it does. But it really doesn't. Like if it's in that you can learn on, like this one right here. What is this? Vintage. vintage reissued. It doesn't even have a name. Vintage reissued. It's like a Strat, three single coil. Anyone that's been over here like knows what guitar I'm looking at. The orange one, the orange Strat looking thing. Probably not the best guitar on earth, right? Right. But you can restring it, and you can probably get like some bluesy ass shit out of it through a through a decent amp. It, it's not through a Fender Mustang. I mean, I had fun. I've heard some it. good things I about the Fender Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we were all playing it when we were here, and nobody had an issue, so fuck it. I don't give a shit. You, it, it, the one that you're comfortable playing is the good one. But can, is there such thing as an objectively bad guitar? I mean, in, there's, an, there's an objective. In your opinion. The, it, What's a bad guitar? Like, because of the way it was made or shortcuts that were taken or what? Do you know that? Okay, like, a what makes or? a guitar shitty to me? Yeah. String height can be adjusted. Isn't there something that's shitty. universally shitty? Like, I mean, build quality is like these guitars. You know are what I don't like? I don't like when the frets stick out past the neck. Like when you're looking at, at, at the frets, the yeah. sometimes when it's a shitty guitar, they kind of extend beyond the width of the neck. So when you're playing, you feel the fret up against your skin. It's, oh. it's like it's not enough where you're like where it bothers, it's but annoying, you feel though. that. Like it, that's when you hear like, oh, that's good fret work. It's because you don't feel the frets on the palm of your hand when you're resting your hand on the neck and you're playing. Shitty guitars will have that, you know, that feel where it's like an, un, it just doesn't feel right, yeah. you know? Sometimes the nut is shitty, like the nut on the top where the strings come over from the, from the headstock. It might be crappy and that it's like a cheap plastic that'll suck up your tone. But again, you can replace that with graphite or like bone or some shit. Like a bone, bone screw? I think, I think they make bone nuts. That's crazy. Hold on, bro. Let me let me let me fact check. I don't want to talk shit here. We can fact check. But but they yeah, dude. It's like you can you can get a shitty guitar like that and then buy really good pieces <laughs> for it and make it good. <laughs> you can get a piece of shit like this one here that we're looking at. I, here. Look, hold on. Let me see. I'd rather talk shit about the Epiphone if we're gonna talk shit about a guitar here. Dude, I bet that one. Let's see, bone guitar nut. Is it what kind? What, what kind of is this like a not less Paul? What is that? Okay, is there a, I think bone guitar. Special two? What is it? The Epiphone, yeah. 
So it's a wannabe. I think the bone nuts are more for like acoustic guitars, but you get the idea. Okay. Not for electric. Electric, you might have like metal or like the zero fret type shit, or it might be like your locking tuners for like a Floyd. But the thing is that you can get that guitar, set it up properly, trust run adjustment, you know, maybe like some new saddles, maybe some new pickups and pots and shit, and you can make it sound like really yeah, fucking And you can, just, you can just fucking Frankenstein this guitar to life. That's it, dude. Like any guitar that I've ever had, I've never left it alone. I've really? done something to it. Every single one. It, like my V that I have now that I play, like my main guitar, the, the first week that I got it, I tore it all apart. I took it all apart. I'm like... I don't want to say that I built it, that, I, that I'm playing it, the way it came from the factory. Like, that drives me nuts a little bit. So I took everything apart, and then I, you know, redid the wiring on the inside. I used, like, the, the EMG solderless, uh, like, quick connect shit, where, like, you only have to solder the switch in. Whoa. And everything else is just, like, literally, like, plug the pots in. You plug the, uh, the pickups in. Everything is already plugged in, and it's, it's dope as fuck. What is the change of about the guitar, though? Nothing really, dude. It's just a, uh, it's just an easier way to like put everything together, where you're not sitting there soldering shit into your pots and fucking with. But I'm saying you didn't have to do that in the first place at all. I didn't have to. So what, like, what, what's the difference? What made you want to do it? That I did it. <laughs> that I did it. You know, because I, I that think really that makes it your guitar at that point. I guess, dude. Like, I got really spoiled when I, because I have another uh, an ESP Viper that I have at home, and that one has the EMG headset, the James Hetfield. Uh, EMGs, mm -hmm. and that one came with a solderless quick connect set already. Yeah. And when I, it came with the the pickups came with it. Like I bought the pickups separate, but I put the pickups in it. Okay. But when I put the pickups in it, I was just, I thought it was so dope because everything, literally plugs into this like little like circuit board looking tiny thing, and it just everything just plugs in. And I guess the initial thought in my head was that I don't have to worry about solder going bad because you know you might have like a like a fucked up jet like the jack. If you plug in a guitar in and out enough, like the, the you know after time, like it starts to wear, and you might have to wiggle the cord to get a connection. Yeah, it you don't have up. to worry about that with it, with a with a quick connect. Oh. Because there's no solder; it's they're plugged in and slid into each other. And I say the plug does go bad. You just unplug it, change it, buy a new one, and put it back in like a stereo jack. It's it's cake. It's easy to diagnose shit if it goes wrong. Plus, it makes it real simple to switch out pickups. Okay. So that's because a really you cool. You don't have to resolder shit. You don't have to resolder. You don't have to undo something. So like with the EMG Quick Connects, you you know you take the strings off, you undo the pickup, and when you lift it up, you just unplug it, and then you plug in another pickup that has that same connection. You can just plug it in, which was which is what I did when everybody was giving me shit on the chat about the fr the Fishman pickups. Yeah, that's what I did. I ordered the pickup. I saw that I did some research online that saw I saw that it can use the Quick Connect from the EMG pickups, the that's EMG line. Cool. And I just fucking, cool, man. I bought it. I undid my strings, pulled the old pickup up, plugged in the new one, put it in. That was it. Adjusted the height on it, put the strings, and I was done. Like 10 minutes. That's all it took you? And the, and the majority of that time was me Taking undoing the strings, the strings and then putting them back on. How, the Seriously. Is it, is it uh, like, how long in, into your guitar playing career, whatever, did you learn how to, like, fuck with it like that? Like, field strip it, basically. Um, I think it was when I got my first seven string in 2007 so it's fuck you've known about this shit for a long time in 2007 is when i got brave enough to fuck around with the electronics on a guitar because i always just kind of like i i just didn't i didn't mess with it um you know you like if a solder is bad i wouldn't try to resolder it i would just use electrical tape and try to tape it close it's <laughs> just like you know why heat, take the effort to open yeah, it up and shrink it or like like shrink wrap it or something but i never i never really messed with too much electronics 
So then when I got my seven string is when I started looking into sound. I started become picky about what I wanted. Started looking into pickups. I started reading up on specs. I started reading up on scale lengths. I started reading up on different woods. That's when I started to nerd out. In 2007, I started to nerd out on gear. For no reason, really, because I wasn't playing in a band at that time. But I was just curious. and I wanted, And I wanted to know. Huh? Was it like a hobby? It's just a hobby, dude. I mean, guitar playing is a hobby. It's just all it is. It's a pastime. Until you, until you start making money doing it, then it's a job. You know, but is that the goal? Not for me. No. No. So no. why um like why put in the money and effort into the band? Dude, even if I didn't have the band, I'd still have the same guitars that I have. No, no for sure. Just, but just I mean, because like, I want for shirts it. and stuff like that. And like oh, because right time because that right now that's the moment. Right now that's the moment I'm in. You know what I mean? Right now in the moment, the band is like my second job. So what's the goal? For the band, bro, just write music play shows, put some CDs, at least for me, you know, put put some CDs out there. I, You know what it is for me? I think right now my short-term goal, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, my short-term goal. It's always goal, good to put things in Well, you know what? I just never thought about it. I think my, my short-term goal is to have That's something I think about several CDs or a CD that has the songs that, some songs that I've written on it, you know, something tangible. You want to put on material. I want to put it on a material. If you pass on, I mean, something yeah, that, is still here that's that has it. Your I, I want to hear songs that I've that I composed, and I want to hear them put on a CD, even if it's just fucking one. Honestly, that was that a very honestly, big accomplishment like, for me. It sounds selfish, but even if it's just one, no, I'm happy with I that. I agree. I want to hear a mastered version of something that I composed. To me, that would be awesome. And I'm not trying to sound like the you know that oh the songs that I put out, but a song that started from an idea I had that everybody else contributed to. I definitely want to see that put. To a tangible, a tangible object that you can listen to and take with you. That to me, that just be cool. It's almost like a photo album, or like a snapshot, or like a, or like a picture on your phone that you don't want to delete because it, it takes you somewhere. You know, to me, that's what music is. Like we were talking about earlier, how like, you know, there's a certain set of songs that I have that when I listen to them now, I get the same feeling from when the first time I went out. You know, from the first time I heard it. It's the same shit with pictures, I think, and it's the same thing with you know smells it's a sense of nostalgia where you're like you hear it you see it you you smell it you taste it and you're just like fuck i remember that man oh i remember yeah. that you know what i mean i remember that time that time was solid and it takes you back without you thinking about it to like this a snapshot of a moment in time a moment in your life because you know at the end of the at the end of it all like at the end of the day you close your eyes yesterday's gone yeah yesterday's gone yesterday does not exist you, you don't never ever, get it back you never get it back and the only the only way that yesterday exists is in the memory you have of it but your yesterday is not his yesterday, and it's not my yesterday. You know what I mean? So the best that you can do is take a snapshot of your yesterday and take that with you wherever you go. Because there's pictures on my phone that I can't delete because they remind me of a time a year or two ago that was really nice. You know, or videos I can't delete because I don't want to because it takes me back to that. Do you ever have, like, uh, or have you ever had, like, the whole thing, like, with an ex or something where you couldn't delete certain shit or... Dude, I will fucking delete the shit out of an ex. I don't give a fuck, dude. When... I'm not one of those people that when... When when uh, when you have... When you're dating somebody, whenever that person becomes obsolete in my eyes, yeah. where I feel like there's no compatibility, bro, like, instant. My There's a switch in my head. I don't linger. I can't linger. I just don't. I can't. I can't. Like... I think we were talking about this um, outside Lou's house. Me, Renee, and uh, me, Renee, Lou, and uh, and Matt. Matt was not even there. Matt was like so blasted. He was like half awake, half asleep. I don't know what he was. 
He was sleepwalking. We'll say he was sleepwalking right. that night. After you guys left, dude, he was sleepwalking. But we were all outside talking about like, you know, shit that we've we've gone through with exes and and it was and I remember like thinking to myself about this one time where it was just like I felt it was the first and only time it happened where I felt like holding on, quote unquote, to an ex was fucking with the way I the, with the way I am, with my character. And my friends, I got good friends that were like talking me like through this 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 moment where I was like, dude, you gotta like, that's not you. The way you're acting right now, that's not you. Bro, and it was just like it 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 just fucking clicked. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like this isn't me. And it was that's just that instant she meant nothing to me. I that like just like that. It's perspective. It's perspective, you know? Because people don't look, man, people have this thing where they don't they feel like they have to give things importance. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what's important to you? A lot of shit. Like what? Know. Name one thing. My car. My mom. Car? Yeah, mom. my dog. Fair enough. Dog? Fucking love dogs. Yeah, man. Point, all right, so point is, like, your car, right? This, that's a, just because of the first thing that you that you mentioned. Why is your car important to you? Fucking gets me to work. But you like it, right? I fucking love my car, Right man. Now, we I don't drive a car as cool as you, but it's the same legacy. We both, we both <laughs> own Civics, right? We both own the Hondas. You got the SI. I don't. I'm jealous, but you know, I, that, that car means that much to you because you allow it to me that much to you. That's the only reason it does. It's the only reason it does It's because you let it, you give it meaning, you give it significance. Yeah. People do that to things, inanimate objects, which is fine. Maybe it's, it's a sentimental thing. You know, I have an old guitar. It's a Kramer ZX 10 that that has a really good story to it but i'll tell it to you if you want to hear it i'll tell it to you after i say what i'm about to say yeah but i can never get rid of that guitar because i give it significance it's a, it's not the best guitar on earth it's a shit guitar but when i pull it out i'm like oh my god like again snapshot where i was learning to play songs on it when i was 16. i i it takes me back to when i gave it to a girl you know as a gift it takes me back to the moment i got it back you know, from it being gone for fucking years, you know, and that guitar gives me, I give it significance. I give it significance. Now, if for some reason, let's say, God forbid, that fucking guitar broke or the neck broke in half, you know, would I still keep it? Of course. Really? I can't play it, but I, I'd still keep it, you know? Case in point, I have a Gibson SG in my closet, but it is stripped. It's just the wood in the neck, the neck and the, the neck and the body. Because that guitar was the first guitar that I bought that was brand new, that wasn't used by somebody else. It was out of the box, a Gibson SG. I should specify, an Epiphone SG. So it was like 300 bucks, you know? But I remember that's the guitar I learned to play brand new songs on Thursday. I learned to play uh, fucking a bunch of metal stuff. Stop looking at your watch, that's rude. <laughs> I was, it, it's, you learn to play, I learned to play a bunch of songs on it. So I look at it in the closet and I'm like, man, I remember. When I played that guitar. Why strip it though? Why not? Because the next and nothing half, it just doesn't play right. Fuck. The next and nothing half, because I, I left it at a friend's house overnight. Is that a bolt on though? It's a bolt on. Can't you just fucking fix no, it? No, because the, the screws pulled the wood. Uh. Uh, like, yeah, it snapped away. Like, it snapped out, like, from the, like, not from the back of the plate, but <laughs> from the neck out. Like, yeah, the, yeah, so yeah. the neck broke forward. It just doesn't play this. If we put it back, it's back together, it just doesn't play right. That it just sucks. doesn't set right. 
So I can't get I can't give it away because I give it sentimental value. I give it importance. So what I'm trying to say is I didn't I don't have to. And I feel that with for me with people, it's easier for me to not to it's easier for me to not give them importance. Um is that something you had to learn to develop? Bro, yes. Yeah, because I went to I went to like one of those like self-help seminars that were that's it's called Landmark. It's supposed to be like like 50 therapy sessions in like three days where you tend to figure shit out about yourself. And I didn't have any problems wrong with me. I just was stuck in a moment, you know, in a rut where I'm like, man, I can't, why do I feel like I'm like, I'm in a funk. Why do I feel like I can't figure shit out? Yeah. So I went to this thing. I paid money for it. The first thing I realized was that my life is not as fucked up as I thought it was, which I never, I, ne I never thought it was, but you realize how significant other people's problems are. And you're just like, fuck, I feel like an asshole for being in here. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine with my parents. I'm fine with my brothers. You know, the only really problem I had was girl issues. And, and, and I remember, like, one of, the, one of the times that we were sitting in class or in the seminar, they were like, you know, the things that are important to you are only important to you because you give them importance. That's it. That's just the bottom line. Of course, there's, the, there's something called priority. Where you you know you get your electric bill and you're like fuck it this isn't important I don't give a shit you throw it out the window but there's consequences to that of so course. you got to really pick and choose what you give importance to but when it comes to people dude if I feel like I'm wronged or I feel like you don't contribute to my existence that sounds really fucking snarky but if you don't contribute to my existence and you don't contribute to my well being it's it's I'm just quick to like sever just sever it dude like you just sever it like you've you ever seen people that are in like these fucking relationships where you're like why are you still going to him why are you still with her dude she's fucking a bunch of guys she's fucked everybody in your apartment complex and you know what I, mean? I don't know anybody she's like that. slung like dude i've met dudes that are in relationships with that have been in relationships with bitches where it's like why are you with her why are you with her oh, no man she's my first you're giving her too much importance dude too much importance cut that shit loose you know same shit goes with girls. I've had a bunch of friends, you know, that are chicks, and they're with dudes that, like, slap the shit out of them and fuck them up, and you're like, why are you with him? I just love him. He gives you black eyes. Why? They give, them, they give something that's not important importance. Dude, the moment that people learn that shit and people learn how to do that, you become a, you become a stronger person because yeah. you, start to, you start to realize what's important to you, what contributes to your well-being, what what's healthy for you, what allows you to go through life stress with less stress than what existing already gives you. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. So that actually, that's crazy. I just, I don't know, dude. I just crazy, bro. Hashtag. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, bro. But I think that like, I, I don't know, man. I, I think clicking. I think that people just need to like really figure out what it is that's important to them and who is important to them and give them consideration. Right. Because I can say that my wife is important to me. Because I put her in that position in my life. I put, that I put her in that position where she means a lot to me because she is who she is and I'm in love with that. That entity of her, that person that she is, I'm in love with that. But if I would never give her that same importance. I w she wouldn't be... She, if it was anybody else, they wouldn't be... They don't hold that imp the importance that she does. She does just nobody never nobody ever will because I choose for her to be that important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it's kind of like you you people need to learn what is healthy for them to give importance to. What things are 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 good for them, and choose what to do with them. 
realize what's bad for you and cut that shit off. Trim the fat. Easier said than done, but anybody can do it. You just really got to put your fucking willpower into it. Yeah. So that's what I think. So I think when it comes to like, to answer your question, I think when it comes to exes, dude, I'm just, I never, I'm quick. I'm quick to delete shit. Quick. Quick to fucking call, cut you off. Like but that's nobody. something that you, you're you at that level now. That's not something that you were always at, right? No, dude, of course not, man. Like, I mean, I'm 33 now, so it's definitely taken, like, life experiences for you to realize what's important and what's not, yeah. you know? When people say, like, dude, I got, I got bigger things to worry about, that's exactly what it is. It's like I got more important things that need my attention than anything else around me. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's... It's learning to prioritize your consideration for things and people because you can be, you really got to worry about yourself first. You got to be a little selfish with yourself and then anything and anything and everyone that's around you, you got to be considerate. You know, you do whatever you want because you're a fucking adult. But then if your mom calls, you're going to be like, Oh mom, okay, I'll talk to you. You know, because you give her consideration because you're considerate to her. Your, your mom could mean shit to you. I don't give a shit, mom. Fuck it. I'm selfish. I don't give a fuck. I do what I'm do I'm in the middle of doing what I want. But the fact is that you love your mom. You're going to consider her. You're going to give her consideration. Right. So then that's the way it is with with humans in general. Humans that I come in contact with. Like if you mean something to me and you you know, you contribute and we're friends, it's because I feel that you contribute to my personality. You contribute to who I am, you know, and therefore I love you and we're friends and we're going to we're going to, you know, just coast through life and enjoy each other's company. But if you were the kind of person that would fuck me over later on down the road, dude, be, I, I will be so quick not to reconcile. I just don't give a shit. I don't need toxicity. I don't need that kind of shit. You know, I agree. I'm quick, quick to cut you off. Now, if you want to come up and, and tell me, look, I'm sorry, bro. You want let's let's try to work it out. You will. will I'll give you the consideration a little bit and you can earn the rest of my respect slash consideration. I'm rambling, bro. I'm rambling. So this Red Bulls. Who's getting there, right? Sweating under the pits. How long have we been going, Alec? Just out of curiosity here. Oh, sure. now we're it's 10. pretty good. Yeah, yeah not that's bad. not bad at all. You so, wanna? Do you know any plugs or any closing words here before we wrap? We're gonna it up we're gonna here? end in an hour and ten. Yeah. Why? Because you're late. Who, where are you guys going? <laughs> I, we both we both got work tomorrow. Well, so do I. Yeah, tomorrow is actually like the first day in a long time where I don't have to be up at fucking three in the morning. I was wondering. I was like, this motherfucker has to be up early too, like I earlier do, than dude, I do. I I gotta you be. You probably up. still have to be up earlier than I, I do. No. Well, yeah. Well, maybe. I gotta be out tomorrow. Normally, normally I start my days at. F- I gotta clock in at four thirty. Yeah. But tomorrow I don't have to clock in till seven thirty because my my job's having like a, a health inspection with the Department of Health. Because they're gonna go. Because I, my job deals with biohazard stuff, like with biohazard material. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta like, we gotta get the, we gotta run through the health inspection. Oh man, I, I would I, off the air. There's some funny shit I have to tell you, like involving <laughs> hazmat stuff. Yeah. So we do, we do hazmat. We do a biohazard shit. So we did. In the gonna, country of Canada. <laughs> Jesus. So <laughs> they they gotta check our trucks and they gotta, they gotta, you know, yeah, we gotta see what's up. So what are you shipping? Roundup? No, dude. We're shipping. We pick up biohazard material from hospitals and clinics and oh, just, like needles just, and shit. Yes, syringes. Nice stuff, stuff that's soaked in pathogens and blood. Crikey, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Yo, what happens if your fucking truck overturns? You just fucking turn a bunch. Bro, of don't even to, say that. Like, to like no way, AIDS bro. addicts Man, or some shit, dude. If into AIDS addicts, what the fuck am I on? <laughs> <laughs> AIDS addicts. AIDS addicts. Nah, dude. I mean, fucking junkies. 
I would never, I would hope that would never. No, I'm, I, but you I'm just saying, because like you see those videos of like beer trucks that overturn, it's like, oh, it's a miracle. Fucking, it's, <laughs> ra- it's raining six packs, but it's like, it's raining g- gonorrhea. Like, wh- what do wow. you, you no, like, dude. what's on these needles, dude? You well, don't know. Well, well, you don't know. You don't, man. That's why you don't fuck with them, dude. You know, don't use dirty needles, people. It's moral of the story. Fucking don't junkies. use dirty people, man. Don't, don't use dirty people. Dirty people. <laughs> don't, don't, don't use people. And don't use dirty people. But anyways, dude. So yeah, man. Whatever. That's so. I don't have to be. I get to sleep in about a good two hours tomorrow. Are there any plugs and any Macronium shows coming up? I think uh, I know that Seven Shadows. No announcements. I know Seven Shadows, who is uh, two other members are in my band, Joe and Sandra and Seven Shadows. They're gonna be doing a bunch of stuff up in October. Oh. In different locations. I think uh, we're trying to get a show put together for the beginning of October. It's either the fifth or the sixth at O'Malley's. I might, I might be speaking out of turn. I probably shouldn't be saying this. Well, I don't give a sixth. shit. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Fuck it. Who cares? It. One of those days we're gonna be playing, and then um, we're we're thinking, we're thinking about playing one of those two dates, and we're we have an idea for bands that we want to get on. So hmm. I can't. I don't want to disclose that yet because we don't okay. know. But we're spitballing. Who's gonna be there? I will we say do this. Have, what's up? There's a gig that uh, Lou. Uh, this is from word of mouth that I'm hearing, but apparently, uh, well, Seabass from Divisional Void uh-huh, yeah, yeah. wants to put up a gig, and he said Lou from Board Meetings is co-hosting with him for the 13th Ooh. of October, and we're we're on that. No yeah. shit. Arrows one's on that. Born Beneath is on that. So I was gonna say Macronium should get on that. Bro, if it's, it's I bet 13th. it's on a fucking day that that Seven Shadows is not. Oh, they might be out of town, huh? They might be out of town, dude. I was going to say, if the sixth Conor McGregor fights Khabib Nurmagomedov, so I don't know why you have a gig on that date. Jesus, dude. I mean, look, it's like... <laughs> I don't know, man. It, 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 I it, told my bandmates, I was like, that's a blackout date. I'm watching McNuggets versus Khabib. McNuggets? <laughs> McNuggets versus Khabib. McNuggets. <laughs> it's, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll for sure watch it. I'll probably go hit, hit up the brass tap and watch it. But uh, I don't know, man. I... I I love that the fact that they're in the, that Sandra and Joe are in another band and they're doing their thing, but I'm like, man, like sometimes I feel like left out because I'm like, Joe, Kevin's like in 17 bands. Yeah. Joe and Sandra, <laughs> Joe, Joe and Sandra have like, you know, their 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 Side uh, project, their Seven Shadows project, their love affair. You know, and and their love affair. You know, and I'm just like here, just like ripped Joe away. Man, from I'll just wait till my band shows up. Man, I'm just I'm just gonna write music. So that that's that is actually you know what that is an announcement. I've got like there's new songs like that I can guarantee we're gonna be playing. Danny's releasing a country EP for <laughs> tracks. <laughs> Uh, what, what? Danny's acoustic my ballads. Dog, my dog, my boot, my truck. <laughs> oh my God, no commas. I'm gonna let out a fart here. Oh, there we go. There we go. We we'll caught that. It we might stink that. like shit because I ate chicken. But anyways, but yeah, dude. Um, there is a new songs that we're that we're gonna try to, for sure. When these guys come back from their stint in October, November. I know it. <laughs> I know it, dude. His, his, his fart reached oh, me. Oh, man, I told you, dude. I told you. It's, I warned it's going to be fucking bad. <laughs> he's, he's cheering up, dude. My fart is making him cry. Malik's glad. Malik, you're glad you're over it's there. It's funny dude. he brought this up as soon as he brought up hazmat shit, huh? <laughs> so let out that methane, huh? Biohazard. But uh, there will be new Macronium songs, dude, because uh, we have a new one that we're going to be jamming out this Friday. Uh, at our band practice to try to to try to debut it during our next show, Fuck but yeah. I've already got three. There's already three songs, including the one I'm talking about that we're trying to piece together, because I think that I think I can speak about it. Like, 
Joe wants to try to make the set all Macronium 2.0 like songs where it's not really any of the older stuff. And no more horsey? No more. Well, I don't want to say no more horsey, but he said he wants to do new songs. That's what my singer said. That's what the boss said. He wants to do new songs. But I want to ride my horsey. You're going to have to request it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because I, I think we it's cool to have like the older songs in our pocket. Because mm-hmm. our songs tend to be really short, between two and a half minutes to three minutes. Oh, man. If you guys like walk off the stage and then come back and then play horsey, fuck. Dude, it can. Look, it, I'm not. No, gonna, I'm kidding, dude. I'm not going to say never, but I think like right now, Joe is really happy with where the band is right now, Macronium as a whole. And I think he's really. he Because, I mean, he is. We've spoken about it. Like, he's really happy with the way everything is and well, how we sound and how we get along and how we write. Because our writing process is very simple. You know, it's like I come up with a riff. Show it to Joe. Joe approves it. He's like, yeah, I can sing over that. That's fine. And then from then, I work through it. You know what I mean? And then I try to – then I give whatever's quote-unquote finalized. I give it to Joseph. Joseph will be like, this is perfect. And then once he approves it, if he feels that he can sing over it, then I give it to Kevin. And then Kevin's like, that's pretty cool. Like he's like, "Eh, that's pretty cool. Sounds like Seven Dust, you know? And I'm like, fuck, you know? Like that wasn't the goal, but okay. You know, hey, it's really Godsmack you, Danny. And I'm like, fuck, Kevin. God damn God it. God damn it, you know? But, uh, so, like, whatever. I, sa- I, give it to, I give it to Kevin, and then Kevin, you know, said, like, yeah, we'll, we'll jam it out. And then Sandra just kind of like, why don't you send me anything? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, here it is. Here's, here's the song. And then we all get together during practice, and then we just hammer out that, like, one song for, like, two, three hours. Until it's right. Yeah. You know, and that that's basically the way the way it works. So the 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 breaks that I get in between Macronium shows, it's time for that that's time to that write. I get to spend and I get to write. Yeah. And then, you know, the sooner I have those ideas and those pieces down and sent to Joe, Joe can write lyrics and then we can move forward. You know? But yeah, dude, I, I think that like having a break in between songs and not being a member that one of the only members of the band or the only member in the band that's not involved with other projects gives me the ability to focus on writing. Yeah. Which is, which, which is cool. So when they were like, when they were saying that, when they showed, when they posted like their whole little quote unquote mini tour that they got, you know, uh-huh. for October, I'm like, fuck man, a month without a show, especially in October and Halloween when we're like freaks, you know, and we can do that. I, w- I was like, man, that's a bummer. But then quickly I was like, Ooh, wait a minute. That's a month of writing time. Dude. I mean, we took off a month really in stoked. July, but July is you like... You guys did, didn't you, man? Yeah, we kind of just took a breather. We, we, we played every every weekend in May and June, basically. Fuck. So, and it was like we wanted to work out new songs. We played the same set like three or four shows in a row. Wow. And it just got so tired. We have like four or five different sets that we can play. We're like, some songs overlap, but like set A and set D are completely different songs. How many you know songs do you guys mean? have written out in general, in total? I, that would be up to Alex. Your to eyes got you. really big when I asked you that. <laughs> because it would be up to Alex. Because <laughs> literally, Alex is like, I mean, like uh, the guy you were telling me about earlier, the Death Clock guy who just composes all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, Brendan He's Small. literally like that for you, no you? But shit. like, like when I got here, like they had the EP demoed out and everything wow. with drum tracks and how many, vocals how many, and everything. How many, how many songs are on that EP? Five. Wow. Uh yeah, including one like interlude track that like Alex legitimately played That's cello. That's the instrumental in. one, right? Yeah, he yeah. played cellos in it and everything. Like what he actually beast, did it. Dude. He's a savage, bro. What the fuck? They man? let me do my tweaking to it, but Alex wrote the bulk. You know, Alex and Dave. I mean, yeah, mainly Alex. Uh, but, <laughs> but 
Yeah, he's he's just a composer, dude. He's a composer, and Brian's great with the mixing and everything. I mean, that's cool, man. It's it's everything that we've produced and we've released has basically been in house. The music video for "Live by the Fire" Malik did by himself. We all shot it in one night it's in so one awesome. location. Took like three months to edit. Fucking Jesus. the the, <laughs> the the EP like just mastering all the and leveling and all that stuff. There was like three different cuts of it before Brian was happy with Shut it. Shut up. Uh, all recorded in Alex's house. My drums were recorded on my electric kit. Dude, yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, wow. it's all because they, they're fucking nerds about it. That's crazy. Which is dope, though. It's dope that we have that the resources, because if not, all the money we would have to shell out for studio time. and Yeah, dude. I mean, arranging the shit. You have to go into the studio ready to go. Pretty much, dude. Like, we, we, we are, we're, in a, we're in a spot where, like, I can give Kevin audio files of guitars, but the we have three songs that are in Kevin's computer somewhere. But since Kevin is lacking, like, a, I think it's a brain or the wiring for his triggers or it's the brain for his electric drum kit. It's one or the other. He's missing something that won't allow him to record drums real time to the tracks. That sucks. So he's, he's a few songs he's programmed the drums in, which he does a really good job at, but it's just, he, it's fucking time consuming. You know what I mean? As opposed to getting a two and a half minute song and just like play two it. and a half minutes, boom, you're done. That's he what has Alex to sit did, there though. and like program every snare, every symbol. Every that's what Alex did for the EP, dude. Man. Sat there and did that shit. God, that's impressive. Yeah, and like, but I'm saying I don't know how many songs they have because they the, the album that we have planning on release, like uh, War Paint, The Shepherd, yeah, dude. those songs are War Taint, <laughs> The Shepherd. Uh, those I songs. I love Shepard, dude. Th- that song's on. Love Shepard. It's on the album that we're working on. But like Perfect. this, these are songs that Alex has been sitting on for years at this point. That literally he'll he'll hand me and he's like tweak it how you want drum wise and stuff. But the majority of it, like he's written like That's straight so up, and he's just been sitting on them. He, they've never had a drummer that learned the material. That's all it was. Like they've had they they had a drummer who they were with for a solid couple of years, I think, or a year and a half, something like that. And in that year and a half, he maybe learned. Live by the fire. Wow. And they did like uh, the rest covers and like other stuff. You know, it was a really funny story. The one that you were talking about your podcast. I think it was, I can't remember which, wh- who you were talking to, but you were talking about that drumming that they, <laughs> that they had where, where they were like, here, learn, um, comfortably numb. Was it? By yeah, well, th- that was like when they were auditioning drummers, yeah. that was the song. And then there was a the one guy that tried to like metal it up and he yeah. was like, no, man, just play bro. I'll just play along. And like, he left like crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should let <laughs> Alex tell you that like, story. Like, it's great. You got to go it out. And then he, didn't he get, was he the guy that got mouthy with, yeah, with it was David? Brian, bro. Brian with Brian. Yeah, with Brian. That's Alex's brother, dude. Yeah, oh, dude. Oh, it my was God. fucked up. Cause he was like, Brian was like, just no, man, it's just not working, man. And, he, and he's like, I wasn't talking to you. And Alex was like, yo, pack your shit. Get yeah. the fuck out. Get the fuck oh, out man. of here. Oh, man. I just, just want to paint the pants. <laughs> and apparently, like, <laughs> he, pussy. I mean, Alex, <laughs> <laughs> Alex uh, works at a music store, so. Guitar Center. Okay. <laughs> we can just start. Shout out to I Guitar was, Center. Uh, but yeah, but apparently he was a regular there, too, so for a while it was a little awkward. Who he was? The the, the, uh, the the drummer was a regular at Guitar Center oh, for a while. Not as a, as a customer or employee? As a customer. Oh, that poor bastard. Yeah, weird. Whatever, man. I mean, to go to Sam Ash in Pompano, bro. Shut the fuck up and go up north if you if, if it's awkward for you. Yeah, go to Sam Ash. You fu- or go to Best Buy when they had in like three years ago oh, or whatever. Dude, do you remember that shit where they had like the music section? That was the first time I picked up a guitar. Oh, they had you guitars exist still. You they had like one. I I there used to my you see my default on Facebook many years ago. It was me holding a guitar like a I don't stalk face. you that hard. 
Huh? Not, I don't stalk you that Oh, it's hard. not up there anymore. I deleted it. Oh, and why, looks, dude? Because I look stupid as fuck. Oh, Dumber yeah. than I look now. So you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was me with a keytar. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Like, and I remember trying to figure it out. And I go, I can get why this was cool in the 80s. <laughs> I can get why this is fucking cool, dude. It, it feels like it'd be like a cool fucking thing to like air keytar. Like final, fi- air, like final content. <laughs> if I could learn that shit, I would. But guitar seems a little too next level. Like the effects pedals are just like those three pedals on the on the on the piano. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. The sustain. Yeah, you know, like the mute those are the only shit. pedals you get. Dude, I see people's feet, and all I can think about is like someone that drives like rally. Yeah. You know, oh. you're seeing the, the, the heel toe. Down yeah, the heel toe technique. And they're like they're playing, and I'm like, damn, dude, that's. Tell me you drive stick, dude. No, for <laughs> real, dude. Mean? Oh man, <laughs> half the brakes on the or half the foot's on the brake, half the foot's on the on the on the clutch. Dude, you drive stick, right? Yeah, dude, same here. They don't make SI's auto. They don't what? They don't make yeah, SI's yeah, automatic. Right, 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 right. Well, bitch. My, my fuck, man. Listen, my my car, my car's stick. I've had a stick car since the very beginning. I can't drive automatic. This is my first one. Really? Oh, yeah. It's the shit. I love it. Yeah. And heel toe, bro, fucking scares me. Like, I, I can rev match like a motherfucker because you, I do that in my semi, like in my big truck. And rev matching is real easy. But, dude, like, when you're coming down on a stop and you see those guys that they're like, wah, 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 wah. like, they're, they're doing, like, this heel toe yeah, clutch yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, like downshifting. And, and, and downshifting while braking. I'm yeah. like, fuck. I how love how doing that, that happen, shit when you're, like, braking with the engine and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's so insane. But you're braking with the engine, but also... People would tell me that that I, I would tell people that I, I like clutched and like to to break a little bit and they're like why are you that's like a trucker move like double clutching or whatever. Well, double clutching, double clutching. What is, is double? Cl- I thought double clutching is like literally when you like you clutch and downshift and then you kind of clutch again just to break a little bit with the engine. You know no, 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 no. You don't want to do that because you're gonna eat up your clutch. Okay, so when, what is? Well, okay, clutching? there's two. What you're talking about double clutching? I'll clarify like this: double clutching. Let's say you have I'll, I'll car terms. If you're in first gear, right? The way they teach you how to drive a, a manual truck, a manual 18 wheeler, yeah. right? which is the way they all should be. Not those pussy fucking automatics. Suck my dick. If you like an automatic 18 wheeler, you get the fuck out of here. 16 speed or go the fuck home. Okay. You say 16, 16 speed? or 18 or, or what is it? 16, 18. I don't know. 10, shit. You're, asking 10, the wrong people. you're the only truck driver here. <laughs> Listen, anyway, I love big rigs, but if you're in first gear, right, which you really never ever start off a truck in first gear. You usually start off in third, second if you're loaded. Already lost me. Anyways, for the start sake of, in third. For gear. the sake of conversation, first gear, right? Right. Let's say you're in first gear. You're you you've accelerated. You're on the accelerator and you're cruising. You want to shift to second. Double clutching is when you clutch in, get it out of first, take your foot off the clutch, clutch in again, and then put it in second. Oh, why? Why would you do that? Timing on a diesel en- on a diesel engine, it'd be, it'd be more for timing, I would say. And there's still guys that drive like that. Yeah. If that's your thing, I float my gears, so I never when I'm shifting gears, I never touch the clutch. You just go, th- you 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 rev up, and then as you're revving up, you know you're you're kind of getting to the point when you want to shift. You take your foot off the accelerator and you just pull the the crank the 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 shifter down into second. At a certain point, all the gears line up and you just go look and it just. Oh, so you in. just know, but you yeah. could definitely fuck your shit up if you don't. You know. can do it in a car. No, I know you can, you can because it, you it's can, happened. You can do it in a car. But like I but was the, like but freaking the fuck. The out. difference is, is that diesel engines spin slower than gas engines. So it's easier to catch it. Super easy to catch. 
Do you know? Because if, 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 if you're revving up, you're like, you know, you're revving up, you get to 15,000 RPMs, which is for a truck that's kind of up there, then you get to 2,000, that's kind of high for a diesel truck. You get your foot off the accelerator, and as the engine decelerates, you kind of put a little bit of pressure on the, on the shifter, and then you'll feel it come out. And you feel it come out, and just slowly, you don't yank it back because you're going to grind, but yeah. you feel it come out just with that momentum, just click, click, and it's just that's butter, crazy. brother. It's like spreading butter on hot toast. It just goes and then oh, you just float man. your gears like that. You don't have to clutch in and out. But that's what double clutching is. That's now, what you're talking about, using your clutch to brake, yeah. you don't ever want to, unless you have like a really good clutch or you're drifting, you don't want to fuck with your clutch in and out all the time. You're going to eat up your clutch, especially like a stock clutch, you know, that comes from the factory. But what you're talking about is rev matching or, or, or oh, okay. like rev matching or downshifting. And what that is, it's like, let's say you're in third and you want to drop down to, to second. Luke can probably Luke from Eros One can probably tell you the details on the mechanics of what happens, but you'll grab third gear and let's say you you're coming to you see the light turn red and you want to slow down. Yeah. What you would do is, I'm trying to think about it. I mean, you would, you, you would pull it out of gear, clutch in, pull it out of gear, and while you're clutched in, you kind of tap your accelerator to bring the RPMs up. So you would tap, bam, and when it, when the RPMs come up, just kind of a little bit of pressure and slide it into second, and then when it slides in, just Hopefully you've matched. The idea is to ra is to match your road speed with your RPMs, right? So that your RPMs. There's no shake when you let go right, of clutch. Right. So that when you downshift, it's like, yeah, and yeah. then you're slowing down, then you can do it into third. Yeah. But it would be clutching in, tapping your accelerator to bring the RPMs up to where they you need would to estimate, be in yeah, second gear, and then slide into yeah, and then slide into second. Yeah. And then you just take your you you don't you know take your clutch off, take your foot off the clutch, and then that's how you decelerate. Yeah. yeah. And then repeat the process until. You're in first and stop basically. And then, yeah. you know, first, first has that lockout. I wasn't doing anything wrong then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First has that lockout. So, but yeah, dude, that's, it's rev matching. And double clutching is just clutching. That makes sense. Yeah, I was never to get double it out, clutching, clutching in to put it back in. So I, I just didn't know. I thought I was double clutching by doing what I thought. But no, double clutching is something completely different. No, because you know what? I used to, I learned from a friend of mine how to actually rev match, <coughs> rev match on a downshift because I was downshifting all kinds of bad. I would be like coming to a light and then. I would just take it out of gear and then just put it clutch in and put it in and then let go of the clutch and go boom, oh, you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and my buddy was in the car and he's like, what the fuck are you? This was years ago. He's like 18. I was 18, 19. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like downshifting, bro. He's like, no, too fast, too stupid. You're doing it wrong. So I remember we got in his car and he showed me how to do it. He's like, it's like, you got a rev match. And then I got better at it when I started truck driving because then I started, you, you get familiar with your car. And then you get familiar with your rig with your rig. And then you start to hear the difference of when you do it. And I got used to my car, so I don't even think about it. You just, I don't, I see it. I got, I know I got to slow down, especially it helps around a turn. When you're coming up around a turn, drop a gear. Oh, and then you oh I love turn, that shit. And then you power through it. Boom. And you yeah, come it's out great. Of that shit. It's great. It's fun, dude. You have to slow down. Like if not, you're going to eat shit. Dude, it's the best when you're coming on an on-ramp, when you're like on the highway and you have the exit ramp. Oh yeah. You just downshift into it. Boom! Take the fucking on ramp. <laughs> Clean, dude. But, I love uh, it. On that note, man, it's about to be super yeah, late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so. I'm getting we'll, hungry. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. Any plugs from Macronium at all? No, right? Nah, dude. Keep your eyes out for our Facebook and any anybody of the band that you might have uh, as a friend because I think we're planning something for the beginning of October, and it's probably gonna be the weekend of the fifth of the sixth, just because of seven shadows schedule right maybe we might fit something in between their their tour dates i don't i don't know what their tour dates are but that's up to joe so we're thinking about bands we're thinking about we we i have an idea of who i want to bring out think about so, you know yeah 
You know what I'm saying? When was the last time you guys played uh, O'Malley's? Oh, like last weekend. <laughs> See, that's the problem, man. That's why. Because <laughs> I don't I, know you were. I, I don't know. It, it, instantly, I was like, man, born beneath. Eros one, Yanoya. Nah, fuck, man. You know what? They were there last week. We can't and do so that. So was Eros one. So was Eros one. They were out there last week. Like so two days ago. We have we have bands. I have I have an idea. You know, fuck it. I would love to bring the Coven, the all the the chick punk bands from like from from Lake Worth. I would love to bring those chicks out to one of our shows and play a show with them, because they fucking what? Why are you giggling? No, no one's giggling. Whatever. Anyways, the point is, is that like fucking Malik's still playing. Overwatch, Overwatch or Halo, whatever the fuck is it with a douchebag. But I would love to bring the Coven out, dude, because they they brought us to their, their to their release propaganda. party, to propaganda, man, to their yeah. CD release party, too. They did, they blew me away. They were so fucking cool. They're so chill and they were so nice about everything because we had like a fuck up with Times and another band that should have played and didn't or whatever. Or right. They showed up, somebody in the band showed up late and then there was a big fiasco, but those chicks were super accommodating. So I would love to play a show with them just because they brought us up. I'd love to bring them down. And play a few shows with them because they, I think they're really, they, they really like Macronium, so. And we really like them, so. It'll be fair to have them come down. Fuck and yeah. And them down. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool people. Yeah, yeah, I've talked to them. Um, you know ya, uh, la, 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 the end of this month, September, Florida Extreme Metal Fest, Tampa, at the Brass Mug. That's right, I heard about that. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, we'll be there Sunday, 3 p.m. We're opening the last day of the festival, so come check us out. Uh, October 27th, right? Is that the, yeah, Fort Myers. We're going to be playing with Cry Out For, Escape, some other cool bands. Uh, that's going to be October 27th. And then, what? Oh, September 21st. Oh, yeah, the Metal right. Fest in September. Yeah, dude, we can't fucking make it. That sucks. Yeah, you're going to be in fucking Orlando. Yeah, dude, because, bro, Louisiana. Uh, yeah, I know we had some booking around, you know, they yeah, had to dude, move around. She, she, she had, she had some issues getting the, the weekend that she wanted initially to get it. And I was so down to play cause it would have been fun. And she had to move it up for scheduling reasons. And it's the weekend that I'm in Halloween horror nights. Just doesn't. So I know Sandra on the out. podcast was like, you just get someone to fill them in. I'm like, good luck. I know the songs. <laughs> Good uh, luck. Um, but yeah, that sucks. We will be there, though, it. at Renee's in Wynwood, September 21st, the FIU Metal Fest, I guess. Fuck, yeah, that's so, so awesome, dude. Uh, that's pretty yeah. much all we got. I'm so fucking envious. Let me ask you a real quick question, and then we'll right, go. real quick. Is Malik officially part of your Noya as a yeah, sound guy? Yeah, he is. As a light guy. Fuck yeah, dude. Not sound light. Guy. I mean, he cannot whatever. do sound at all. He's lights, though. What is light but sound for your eyes? God damn it. Ooh. What a be- I can't think of a better note to end on than that. Ooh, Fade man. a suit. It's a wrap. Bye.
Just one thing that I do know, and that one thing's just sure. 